Welcome to Hastings Outdoors, straight from the Mississippi Flyway to your hearts. Let's go! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Hastings Outdoors. I'm your host, Andrew. Having fun, guys. Uh, welcome. Welcome. It's coming to you at not live in any way, shape, or form uh, from, in case you guys didn't know or couldn't tell, the world-renowned Hastings Outdoors studio, and uh, that is located in the world-renowned Dream Building Garage. Welcome. Come on in. Kick your feet up. Relax. Have a seat. Oh, man. Don't judge my music. I, I don't really listen to that music, but it's funny. Anywho, it's hi. <laughs> oh, how you guys doing out there? Now, of course, you can't respond to me right away. It's not that. Yeah. Anywho, um, so guys, <laughs> it's been it's been a doozy. Um, oh, there you are. Get back here, you rascal. Kicking things off, ladies and gentlemen, with the Hastings Outdoors Mission Statement, which is uh, sharing my waterfowl and outdoor experience to promote participation and conservation of our natural resources. Got that out of the way. All right. Uh, moving on to the important stuff. Just kidding, guys. Um, oh, man. I, I just I, – we'll take it right from the top, guys. Uh, last last Thursday, twas no episode. I do apologize for that. Uh, life's been hectic, guys. It's been pretty crazy. I wish I could say I was just so busy hunting and slaying birds and putting meat in the freezer, but, uh, that's, that's not the case. Nevertheless, guys, uh, onward and upward, onward and upward. And unfortunately, I haven't had a chance to hunt. Mm, kind of a bummer, kind of a bummer, but it's all good. It is all good. I'm happy. I am blessed and things are good. Um, so, yeah, guys, uh, life and uh, things in general, approaching the holidays, oh my goodness, um, getting a little crazy. So there's probably most likely not going to be an episode this Thursday, given, given that in the continental United States here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this Thursday is uh, Thanksgiving 2023. So, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I don't know, I don't think it's worth my time to even, even bother because uh, I wouldn't want you listening to it anyway, I really wouldn't. Um, hopefully, and Lord willing, you have, uh, friends and loved ones you can spend that time with, and, uh, yeah, just be thankful. Be thankful for the ones you love, be thankful for, uh, for your family, whatever it may be, and if you, if you don't have anybody, reach out to somebody. Come on. Don't be bashful. Uh, worst they can say is no, and if they say no, then guess what? At least know where you stand with them. Um, so if you guys don't happen to have someone out there on Thanksgiving, uh, just keep, uh, just... Just so you guys know, uh, I'm thinking about you. I care about you. Uh, you are you are loved, and um, you're not alone. You really aren't. You may be physically alone, but there's a lot of other people out there uh, that may be in the same situation. 
And um, it doesn't make it easier. In the meantime, it really doesn't. It absolutely does not. Um, knowing that other people are going through the same thing you're going through, it, it really isn't much consolation. But what that what that means is um, you're not alone, and there's people thinking about you, praying for you, and and who really do care about you. Uh, and I, I pray and trust that you'll be connected uh, with those people. And uh, if you need help, seek help. Um, but anywho, it's um, yeah, guys, it, it's been nuts. Um, I tell you what, the weather has it hasn't really changed a lot, which is kind of shocking and kind of surprising and kind of upsetting to be honest, because. I haven't seen that that much uh, migration activity in the area. And uh, shoot, I think on the last podcast, I talked about the update for the Mississippi Flyways via Ducks Unlimited's. Um, I believe it's available on the website, but it's also on their podcast too. You'd have to check out their podcast on Spotify and then uh, proceed to navigate to the... Man, these headphones are driving me nuts, guys. I do apologize. Super professional here. Um You'd have to find the episode. I think it says, I'll just try to pull it up for you guys real quick. That way you guys know. Uh, that way I'm not just rambling aimlessly uh, like I normally am. Uh, I'll scroll up here. So episode uh, 525, I think that's it. I'm not sure. That doesn't seem right. That's most likely it. Uh, episode 525 of the Ducks Unlimited podcast. Uh, the title is Great Lakes Hunting and Habitat Update. I believe they talk a fuzz about um, Great Lakes migration, which uh, that may not be too helpful for some of you guys. Uh, but for those located in uh, northern Indiana, Norte de Indiana, for you uh, French Canadians that don't know Spanish or know Spanish, um, either way. But uh, the Mississippi Flyway, the northern, northern and eastern Mississippi Flyway, guys, it's a doozy. <sighs> Say a prayer for us, because it kind of sucks. But, um, sorry, uh, the, the general scientific estimation is that a lot of the birds, given the weather we've had here lately, which has, honestly, it's been kind of dry, and it's been unusually warm for this time of year. Now, 60 degrees isn't what most people would consider warm. However, for November, it is, and... Um, the gist of the the podcast from Ducks Unlimited uh, said that pretty much a lot of those birds are just kind of hanging around. They're moving, but they're not moving far. And um, given the weather, now I'd also mentioned that there was the uh, Veterans Day uh, migration. It happens, you know. Actually, it technically should be wrapping up right about now. It starts uh, sometime around Veterans Day and goes for the next couple of weeks, based off the moon phase. I haven't seen crap. <laughs> and so, I mean, I have seen birds, but nothing really spectabulous. I don't know. I don't know. So, I don't feel like, I mean, I definitely missed opportunities by not being able to go hunt, but at the same time, I don't feel that bad because I haven't seen anything really, really worthwhile yet. And that's just, I'm honestly, guys, that's just kind of, that's kind of par for the course here in Northern Indiana. Uh, we have, uh, the area I'm in and I, and I have, uh, uh, opportunities to hunt, there's tons of bodies of water. Um, there's a lot of lakes in uh, this county, and um, a lot of a lot of decent rivers, decent creeks. There's lots of water, and there's lots of agriculture. So it should be nice. But I think, honestly, I think I, I don't know for sure. And I've actually been trying to study this to figure out why uh, northern Indiana and really the eastern portion of the Mississippi Flyway is not so bueno. And I think a lot of it has to do with uh, Lake Michigan. 
the Great Lakes, and also, um, I don't know, just bigger cities. There's not that. There's not that many large cities around us, guys. Uh, I'm a few hours from Chicago, uh, three to four ish hours. I don't know the math from Detroit. And so, I mean, there's really not that, it's not like I'm right next to a major, major, major metropolis. I mean, Chicago's pretty big, but I mean, that that's really the biggest in the Midwest. It really is as far as I know. Uh, so I don't know. I've been trying to study this, uh, honestly, since I took interest in duck hunting, waterfowl hunting, uh, just to try and figure out, you know, like the crap's going on around here, guys. So who knows? Who knows? You guys in the Central Flyway, you're a little bit spoiled. Uh, enjoy it and take advantage of it. Go uh, go out there and get some birds for uh, for those of us who uh, aren't so fortunate. Now, that being said, in northern Indiana, the eastern Mississippi Flyway, however you want to look at it, there are still opportunities. Um, there's a chance really anytime you go. However, you're not going to see as many at one time. It's more of a marathon than it is a sprint for sure. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a marathon or a sprint guy anymore, so don't know. Once upon a blue moon back in my younger days, before my knees decided to betray me, I could. But, uh, anywho, getting off topic already. It's kind of weird. Kind of normal. But, so, guys... Oh man! Even though even though I had I had a a decent break between podcasts, um, I don't have anything to talk about that really seems exciting to me. Um, the one thing I do want to talk about is migration. Uh, I'm going to lean into that, and then I'm just going to kind of see where it goes from there. Maybe a little bit about calling because, uh, guys, I still I still am not bueno at the goose calling. So. Anywho, so just another plug for this, guys. Um, I get nothing from this. Um, not a sponsor, nothing. Uh, this is just me sharing stuff with you that I think is cool. And so uh, for those of you guys who have already heard about this, um, well, you're going to hear it again. So uh, if you guys aren't familiar with waterfowl migration, uh, obviously the birds come from the old Canadian lands down to southern United States alligator territory. I don't know. And uh, they... <laughs> They migrate when winter hits up north, and as it as winter progresses southern, south, southerly, in a downward direction towards the equator. <laughs> that was an extremely eloquent scientific way to put that. But so as winter progresses uh, from the plains of Canada down to the United States, and uh, colder weather, you know, freezing temperatures progresses down, so does the migration, and they come down to wherever they're going uh, until spring and then they fly back up for all that good stuff and making babies and little ducks for next year so uh one interesting thing i found was migration station and uh you can visit that at migrationstationusa.com i really wish they had an app that'd be pretty cool uh i'm guessing it's probably in the works i'm not sure but on migrationstationusa.com guys there is a map and i believe a lot of this is just uh hunter reported uh, I'm sure there's there might be somebody who reports on this who doesn't hunt. I don't know. Uh, but it kind of shows you the progress of the migration. Um, and it's got a selection for all ducks, mallards, and Canada geese. I've, I jump back and forth between them all just to kind of get a, a general consensus of what's going on. And so <clears throat> the map is looking a little better for mallards for northern Indiana. Uh, 
man, you guys on the west side of the, I guess I should say the Mississippi River side of Illinois, I hope you're out there after it. Because according to this map, it looks pretty lights out and pretty awesome. Um, don't know for sure. Uh, you really only know if you got boots on the ground, and I don't. <laughs> I do in the garage, but not by the Mississippi River. That's 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 a little ways away. My legs aren't that long. But uh, and and guys, I don't know how the reporting works on this. Uh, it's kind of it's something I like to check day day by day just to see what's going on and see if there's any updates. But for Northern Indiana, at least I mean the the northern quarter or fifth of Indiana, there's only like five reports, and uh, yeah, so I don't I don't know. Really don't know, but the Mallards are looking okay-ish. And um, trying to switch to the Canada geese filter. And Canada's are actually looking decent-ish, decent if I can speak English today. Um, but I, I, I definitely like to keep an eye on this, guys, and I'd love to hear what you think. Um, I don't know. I think it's cool. Uh, hopefully, and, and really, guys, like, if you look at this map, Michigan, you are dropping the ball hard on reporting anything um so ah, who am i kidding we didn't expect much out of you anyway but um yeah no i don't know guys i think it's i think it's uh just kind of a user uh, reported type uh deal and uh so who knows who knows so you guys in the, the eastern central flyway uh rolling on to iowa iowa you you lucky dogs you uh so according to the map um let's go back to all all here uh if it'll go bear with me bear with me okay so pretty much um minnesota you guys look like you are still doing pretty well um iowa you according to this you got canada's pretty good uh looks like ducks are pushing through the mississippi river like i don't this doesn't make any sense to me maybe there's excuse me a little hiccup burp thing there. that's weird uh <laughs> so professional i love it um I don't know, maybe there's just more more people reporting along the Mississippi River. I don't know, but this the area that touches uh, Missouri, Iowa, and the area... I, sorry, let me preface this a little bit better. The area, a.k.a. the Mississippi River, that uh, borders Iowa, Missouri, and Illinois has been hot for a long time, according to this map. So I don't know if, I don't know if there's just more people reporting there um, or what, but... Iowa looks nice this time of year. Anybody want to go? Okay, just kidding. Just kidding. Calm down. Stop yelling at me. Uh, but, yeah, so as far as birds in the area, guys, and I will say I've kind of noticed this uh, based off that Ducks Unlimited podcast that uh, it seems to be that there's a lot of – there's a decent amount of birds in the area, uh, but there's not a lot of movement. Um, so if you can find them, Cool. If not, don't know. However, however, uh, one little cool thing. I was looking at the weather forecast, guys, and I, I actually got a topic to talk about here. I didn't. Want, I wasn't sure if I was going to drop this on this episode, but I think I need to because by the time the next episode airs, uh, the event I'm going to talk about will have already passed. So maybe we can have an update on that. But back to the weather here, guys. Oh, my gosh. Weather happy. Drive me nuts. Okay, daily forecast. So, guys. Oh, that changed. Well, that stinks. Uh, so, today, as of the recording of this podcast, guys, we have 
Oh, that's so weird. It says it's basically an east wind, 10 to 20 high winds. Um, I'm hoping you guys aren't picking this up on the podcast because it sounds like rain is hitting the garage door, but it's actually leaves. Um, east wind is kind of uncharacteristic for this time of year. And the weather channel says east, but I will tell you guys it is east by a lot southeast. Um, but, uh, yeah, chance of rain. No kidding. Uh, and then uh, high of 46. Now, when I last looked at this, uh, it was supposed to drop off. The Monday to English today, boys. Woo! On a roll. But uh, it's been one of those days, guys. Uh, usually the Tuesday podcast is recorded on a Monday, so uh, gotta love Mondays. All right. Anywho, so the weather uh, for the week of uh, Thanksgiving 2023. Was originally when I looked at it yesterday, I believe it, it looked like it was tapering down. The high for the day was tapering down uh, towards the mid 30s for the weekend. Unfortunately, it's not looking that way anymore. So I got my hopes up, but um, anywho, it's so man, we are still in the upper 40s until the weekend. Now, this Saturday, this Saturday is looking good, um, temperature wise. Let's see if oh, well, that sucks. <laughs> now they're calling for no wind Saturday. It's just going to be cold. Oh, goodness gracious. It's not very ducky, or what I call ducky weather. Um, well, turtles. Uh, <laughs> Got to work with what you got. That's why you get the motion in your spread. Hey, uh, oh, I don't have that out here. Uh, if you guys are looking to put motion in your spread on the not-so-windy days where the wind is not enough to actually move the decoys around, get the ripples in the water, uh, not paid promotion here. Could be Sunday. Uh, check out Motion Ducks, guys. I use their spreader. Um, actually, I used it on the last hunt I was able to get out, and it worked pretty... Oh, my goodness. Why is it that when I start talking, I get hiccups? It worked pretty good to get motion in the spread. Um, I actually put a little uh, short reel, whatever it's called, up on Instagram uh, with the feeder butts going crazy. Go check it out. Um, and uh, I actually, I used... Oh, my goodness. I always forget the name of this. I do apologize, guys. I, I don't remember the name of this. Uh, I think it's the Quiver Puck. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Uh, oh, Quiver Magnet, whatever. Lucky Ducks Quiver Magnet. It's actually 15 bucks from Rogers right now. Um, I use that, and I will say, uh, do a, a tiddly bit of a review for here. Um, it worked great-ish. Um, I want to say effectively it covers about an eight-foot radius, uh, in my opinion, guys. Um, decent ripples for about an eight-foot radius. So in my spread, I had a dozen decoys, which isn't a lot, uh, but it really only covered half my decoys as far as getting ripples in the water. So in hindsight, if I were to use it, uh, or if, uh, moving forward, I might consider another one, especially since they're on sale. Who knows? Uh, but the one thing I will say about the, the uh, Lucky Duck Quiver Magnet I don't know why they call it that. But the one thing I will say about that is that it was loud. I mean, surprisingly loud. Granted, I did. I, the only reason I took it was because I had a low wind situation, not a lot of wind to move the decoys. I mean, we're talking sub five mile an hour breeze, intermittent. And it wasn't a lot to cover the de- or a lot to move the decoys at all. They were pretty well stationary in the glass. The glass. The water was glassed. And so needed something 
So I threw that in there, and like I said, it covered about an eight-foot uh, diameter circle-ish, give or take a little bit. Um, once it got really rolling, it, it, I mean, it did move out a little bit more, but effective range, I'd say about an eight-foot circle. Maybe, maybe it was just one I got. Maybe the other ones are better. I don't know. Who knows? But um, so I used it in a low wind situation, uh, so there's not a lot of noise. It's pretty quiet, pretty calm. The only thing I'm really hearing is nature. Uh, birds, all kinds of stuff, but nothing as far as uh, anything to cover any kind of noise. Which I don't know how I don't know how important that is. But what I will say is that the the volume that I experienced out of this quiver magnet or whatever they call it, uh, yeah, quiver magnet. That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, <laughs> but uh, the volume I experienced out of this was surprising. Um, and in hindsight, I should have recorded it for you and just dumped the audio into the podcast. But, uh, yeah, I didn't didn't think that far ahead. <laughs> I was busy hunting. But, yeah, as soon as I dropped that thing in the water, man, it was just... And holy cow. When there's not that much other noise out there, it was driving me nuts. It, oh, my goodness. But... I wish I could say that it worked as far as uh, helping uh, the hunt be successful, but I don't have any data on that. I had one hunt, no birds. So who knows? But, um, yeah, so there's that, guys. Uh, motion to spread, any who's it. So, man, the forecast, for the, for the original forecast I saw this uh, Saturday and into, into Sunday yesterday uh, was looking really good for uh, waterfowl hunting for this week. It's not looking so bueno now. And, um, actually that kind of works out for Alamo's favor and, um, oh, I'm going to get back to the weather here real quick, guys. Oh, bear with me. Okay. Where is it at? Oh, come on. Um, so it's loading. This is annoying. Okay. Now I don't want the hourly. I want the daily. Okay, now you're giving me an advertisement. This is ridiculous. Okay, daily forecast. Okay, so breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Breaking news. As of right now, our dear beloved Alamo is planning to go waterfowl hunting this Wednesday. Not with me. I have to work. I know. I know. I know. Moment, moment of silence there. Just kidding. It's not going to break my heart. I actually, I strongly encourage this. Uh, but I, I, I received news recently that Alamo is actually going to get out there and get after it with a buddy um, on the water. And uh, I'm super stoked. Uh, but I will say, guys, uh, just hang on before we get too far. Uh, so the weather for this Wednesday, high of 46, uh, winds northwest at 10, that is good. That is good. That is enough to move the decoys around. Uh, it says 5 to 10. The 5 is kind of eh, but the 10 is good. If it's intermittent, that's pretty good because it moves decoys around. Um, it, that should be pretty good. Um, best of luck to Alamo and whoever's going with him. Uh, he told me something, but I didn't remember it. Um <laughs> 
But as far as that goes, the weather is looking fantastic for uh, Alamo's inaugural waterfowl hunt here, guys. And um, pretty excited about that. And I, I do have a, a request for you guys out there. Now, I don't know. I don't know if you guys have, have buddies like this, but uh, I guess I'll just cut the chase. Um, say a prayer, guys. Uh, mostly that Alamo doesn't lose my gun because he is borrowing the Franke. And I'm not saying that just to brag about me being generous. I just want him to have a good experience. <laughs> I can't even keep a straight face in that. No, um, I honestly, if you guys want to pray for anything, pray that Alamo doesn't really love that Franke because he's going to want one. And, uh, yeah, yeah, they're a good gun. But, nevertheless, guys, I just want to tell you that um, <laughs> I want to tell you that Alamo is getting after it, and I'm hoping to hear a good report. I really am. I, I'm, I'm super excited and thrilled that he is getting out there and getting after it. Even if it's not with me, that's fine. I'm, I'm not – I don't care. I don't care. I'm not that kind of guy. And if you are that kind of guy, then shame on you. Grow up. Like, seriously, who cares? Uh, yeah, let's just let's – go back one moment to the beginning uh promoting participation and it doesn't have to be with me so that's cool uh but yeah no um man i'm not i'm not sure what to do now guys oh just kind of processing this on the fly guys because holy cow i was hoping that there was the potential for me to get out friday uh since it's black friday i'm not going black friday shopping i think it's ridiculous uh i think people go crazy over a sale and um, I, I think it brings out the worst in humanity immediately after a day of being thankful. And, and I think it <laughs> – oh, man, I hate it. I hate it so much. Um, if you guys like doing the Black Friday shopping, then more power to you. Uh, the one thing I will say is keep in mind that the, the people you are around are human beings too. And even if you get that Roku TV or whatever – for $300 and it's originally $700. Who cares? Don't be greedy, be kind. And um just you always hear horror stories around Black Friday and it's it's really I shouldn't be surprised, but I am. Um just the common decency that is lacking in uh and just I'm going to say American society as a whole um people seem to go nuts over a, a sale as if they're winning some great prize when in reality Stores could probably sell stuff close to that price all the time. And, uh, yeah, anywho, yeah, anywho, it's just ridiculous. Not my cup of tea and I don't promote it. So Black Friday, I will not be shopping and, uh, fingers crossed. Maybe I'll be hunting. I don't know, but, oh, shoot, I didn't even check the weather for Friday. Guys, I am dropping the ball, but, uh, Saturday's not looking so bueno. I'm definitely planning on getting out Saturday. I'm not sure where yet, guys. Uh, scouting is going to be kind of hit and miss because, yeah, Thanksgiving and, uh, yeah, Thanksgiving's time for family. And um, so, don't know. We'll see what happens. I will keep you guys posted nonetheless. But, um, man, that is a bummer. That is a bummer. Because uh, the last I looked, and maybe I'm just wishful thinking, the last I looked, the weather was supposed to be pretty ducky, pretty waterfowl appropriate uh, for this coming weekend and the end of the week. And now it's not looking so bueno. Saturday, it's it's a high of 39. The temp's great, but uh, the problem is is the wind is non-existent. So, who knows? Uh, take the motion duck spreader out there, see what happens. I would really, I'm really, really, really uh, hoping that Alamo uh, genuinely enjoys his time out there, and I'm hoping he's successful. Um, if if he isn't, then um, 
hopefully he's got the itch to at least uh, try again and redeem himself. Redeem himself. <laughs> oh, man. I need to buy a short bus like Jordan uh, Fromer from uh, Duck Gun Chronicles, uh, Duck Gun Podcast, and the Fellowship of the Duck Gun. Shameless plug right there. Go check that out, guys. Uh, I need to buy a short bus. Just call it the Struggle Bus and drive that thing around. <sighs> Good times. But, um, man, while I'm at it, uh, another shameless plug for uh, Jordan Fromer uh, from Duck Gun Chronicles. If you guys are not familiar with his uh, uh, his content, go check out Duck Gun Chronicles on YouTube. Uh, Fellowship of the Duck Gun on Facebook. Uh, I think there's an Instagram as well. Uh, but also uh, check out the Duck Gun podcast on Spotify. I'm sure it's available elsewhere. But um, the most recent episode that I saw from uh, Jordan over there uh, was a bit of a documentary-style podcast. And it's actually it's pretty cool. Uh, I don't think I'd ever really listened to too many podcasts like that. That's not to say they're not out there. It's just not my cup of tea. And um, it, was, it was pretty cool, guys. It talks about the uh, – uh, oh, my gosh. I'm sorry, guys. Should have this information on hand. Uh, okay. We're tracking it down here on Spotify. Duck Gun Podcast. Check it out. And uh, the title is The Day Duck Hunters Died, a docu podcast. And it talks about um, – get you a little more information here, guys. Talks about a blizzard. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to throw that out there, guys. Talks about a blizzard. Uh, back in the day, it's pretty cool, pretty interesting. And uh, if if you are a waterfowl hunter, uh, check it out. It's pretty awesome. And um, it's pretty crazy because one of the one of the guys that was telling a story about a duck hunting experience that didn't go the way it should have, um, and I, it was crazy to think about this because this incident happened on a body of water that I fish regularly and that I haven't actually hunted it yet. That's so crazy. Just think about that. I haven't hunted it yet. Uh, but I've, I've been fishing this lake since I was a kid and, um, nuts, just nuts. Uh, so check it out guys. It's definitely worth giving that a list, uh, giving that a listen, I should say. And, um, yeah, man. Anywho. So I'm hoping Alamo really enjoys it. I'm hoping he, he gets the itch. Uh, I think honestly, I really, I really believe Alamo needs waterfowl hunting more than waterfowl hunting needs Alamo. That sounds horrible. We'll scratch that out. I think Alamo needs waterfowl hunting like I need waterfowl hunting, and it's a it's a good stress relief. Sometimes <laughs> it can be really stressful other times, but it is a it's it's a good hobby. It really is. And uh, best case scenario, you put protein on the table. Worst case scenario, I don't want to think about that. But more often than not, you're just going home. Uh, but I'm hoping he likes it. Uh, I'm hoping I can encourage him to camouflage up his kayak and, uh, get out there with me so we can get, uh, a massive spread out there. All that good stuff. Uh, I like, I, I've, uh, so far guys, as far as, uh, solo hunting with a kayak, it's been cool. It's been really cool. Uh, the only problem is I haven't quite figured out how to transport as many decoys as I want to use whilst kayak hunting. Uh, like I said, I, I, I was rocking a dozen decoys. I got, um, six full size HD, blah, blah, blah. I don't even know at this point, guys, HD live mallards, uh, not sure from, uh, final approach. And then also rocking a six pack of their HD of, uh, last pass Canada, uh, goose floaters from final approach. 
So I've got uh, six full-size goose floaters, six full-size mallard floaters, and um, I think last time, like I said, I took those feeder butts out there too with the spreader. And so that takes up a lot of room. And I was, I'm not, I'm not towing them out there on the kayak. I was actually towing them behind the kayak floating, which that was, that was okay. But you would not believe how much drag those decoys pull on a kayak. And so that was, that was interesting. Uh, one of the places I went, um, there's pretty shallow water. It's, it's in, like I said before, it's an overglorified pond. It's, it's a very small lake, very large pond. And uh, there's no ramp. There's no actual launch. There's, it's more of like a canoe launch, kayak launch. It's just a little bit of gravel where there's almost a clearing. Almost. Um, but uh, the water level being so low right now, um, there's maybe a foot of decent water. And so there's really, oh, man, it's uh, it's really thick with weeds right on the edges. And so that was a pain in the butt, uh, just trying to get to open-ish water, uh, getting through these weeds and this muck, dragging these decoys through there. That was a pain in the butt. It, it oh, wasn't much you can do other than, other than get to it, just get to work. And so... Uh, Trying to find out a, or trying to find out, trying to figure out a different way to uh, haul these things out there. I know some guys have used like sleds, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, my only issue is, is depending on where I go, I don't really have a good way to hide that sled uh, or whatever. And so I don't know. I'm, I'm going to do some research and, and try to figure out different ways I can get more decoys out there. I do have the, I, I can't remember if they're last pass or live pass mallards from final approach they are slightly smaller than the full-size decoy um they're mallard decoys but they're uh somewhere between a full-size mallard and a teal decoy they're probably like right in the middle of those two so they're a little bit smaller than your full-size mallard decoys which is cool they take up less room uh lighter obviously uh but <laughs> again uh dragging through weeds and stuff like that it's not gonna make it much of a different uh, make bleh, make much of a difference man struggling today boys and girls. And, um, yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. Uh, so fingers crossed if, uh, if old Alamo likes it and appreciates it and, uh, decides he's on board, uh, hopefully, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see what happens. I'm hoping guys, I really am hoping that, uh, come Wednesday afternoon, I get a phone call and, uh, he's saying, Hey man, uh, how do I clean these birds? And then I show up with knives, we clean birds and all that good stuff, and uh, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. And so, I don't know. Uh, speaking of cleaning birds and uh, waterfowl protein, um, I am actually looking for a decent uh, recipe. Almost lost the word there. A decent recipe for uh, Canada goose stir fry. Uh, my my wife loves stir fry, and um, so. Just wanted to try different stuff uh, and just, I don't know. I don't know about you guys out there, and this may sound super boring to you uh, bachelors out there and uh, uh, super boring to you guys out there who uh, think the kitchen is just for a woman, which shame on you for that. But um, my wife and I, we like to find a recipe for whatever it may be. Uh, you know, say it's like, uh, now I'm drawing a blank, uh, goose stir fry find a recipe like that, give it a whirl, try it out uh, and, you know, make it together and stuff like that and try it out and see what happens and see if we like it, that kind of thing. Uh, that's something I, I I'm hoping she enjoys doing that because otherwise, 
Oh, that'd be rough. Uh, if not, um, if not, well, we've done that a lot. So, <laughs> hard times. But um, no, I'm pretty sure she enjoys doing that. And so uh, that's something we like to do. And since we have, uh, you know, something that really neither of us have had, um, uh, we want to definitely try different recipes and see 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 what we like to do with it, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, but we'll see what happens, guys. Fingers crossed, Lord willing. Uh, Lord willing, Alamo gets out there, gets after it, and uh, the Franke does him well, which I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. Uh, it's a good gun. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I'm just I, I'm really just excited. I, I don't want to keep rambling on about uh, the possibilities of me and Alamo hunting together, which will happen, uh, which will happen. Uh, I'm hoping, and fingers crossed, I hope Alamo listens to this, hint, hint, I'm hoping you're listening to this. Um, but I am hoping that I can convince him to kayak hunt. Uh, that seems to be optimo. Uh, seems to be the way to go, at least for me, um, in my opinion, because I have the full size boat. I have the 1652 Dragonfly number three. It's got a blind for it, all that good stuff, ready to rock. The only problem with the full size boat is. It's really hard to, well, there's a few. Uh, and it's not a huge problem. You can overcome this, and you can get birds out of it. So it's not to be disheartening, but uh, in my general area where I hunt, where I like to hunt, where I can hunt, it is not very easy to hide a boat. Um, it's a lot easier to hide a kayak than it is a boat. And the reason being is because um, one of the issues I've ran into with a, a decent boat is that a lot of the lakes, most of the lakes, I want to say 99% of the lakes that I or bodies of water that I can hunt are not conducive to wading. Uh, they're nasty muck bottom and good luck. Absolutely good luck. Uh, maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe I'm just, I don't know. But uh, there's not a lot of uh, good opportunities for wading and stuff like that. So when it comes to grassing that thing in, I do have the raffia grass on there. And I talked about that before where I, I, I tied the raffia grass onto the camo netting. I took... Uh, uh, Rust-Oleum camouflage spray paint, and I kind of uh, shaded things in to make it look um, like I had a little more depth to it than just you know grass hanging on a wall. And I, I took a lot of time and put a lot of care into how I did that. However, raffia grass, <laughs> it looks like grass, but it doesn't look like a lot of the grass we have around here. And so I, I didn't want to go with the Avery, uh, the Avery was it quick grass, whatever they call it, the big sheets of grass, the, the mats, I should say, of grass. I didn't want to go with that because it kind of pigeonholes you into a certain area. And if you're hunting an area that has a lot of like thin reed grass, I don't even know what it's called. It's the, it looks like little whips of, of grass. It's just a round blade of round plant, whatever it is. And um, if you're hunting in a lot of that, I've seen some of that that's kind of red, kind of brown, kind of tan, and uh, if you, it, it, you're going to stand out like a sore thumb. And I, I think no matter what you do, uh, if you don't add natural stuff to it that looks like the area you're hunting in, you're setting yourself up uh, for a hard day, no matter what, what you do. And so with kayak hunting, you can tuck that thing up the weeds. That's, uh, that's actually what I've been doing. You know, I found a, a nook and some weeds, rammed it up in there. I'm sitting in the weeds. You know, the, the weeds are right above my head. Um, I've, I can, I've got decent view of the tree line around the body of water I was on. So I can see when birds are coming over it. And the only way for birds to get to it really is to come over those trees. 
And so I didn't need to see my decoys. I could literally see half my decoys, I think. And uh, so I didn't need to see my decoys all that well. I just, I could see, you know, a, a pretty big suction, uh, section, you know, 270 degrees-ish, depending on how I turn my head. <laughs> I could see where birds would be coming into that body of water. And uh, so that wasn't a big deal. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. And plus the boat, guys, I tell you, the boat's awesome. Um, I'm super, I'm definitely going to get it out and try it and hunt. Um, but I think for the most part, if, if Alamo does decide to go with me, and I'm probably going to do this here before long, I believe the boat is going to be used basically as a ferry to uh, get me close to kayaking range and then uh, go from there. Now, that being said, I may use it with, like, the trolling motor or something like that. I don't have a mud motor on this thing. I really do want to surface drive on this thing, but I got I, I just got a regular old 40-horse Johnson on there, boys. Um, but uh, I, I one thing I've considered doing is loading the kayak up in the boat, uh, running the boat out to where I want to go, setting my spread out, getting decoys out, all that good stuff, and then uh, stashing the boat somewhere, which should be okay, right? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, stashing the boat somewhere or something like that and then uh kayaking to the spot to hunt and uh if alamo does decide he he's on board uh, we may end up doing that is just throw the kayaks in the boat uh, go set the decoys with the boat you know haul out there set decoys stash the boat kayak over tuck in the weeds boom boom hopefully get some birds i don't know we'll see we'll see i'm optimistic guys i'm optimistic and and honestly Oh, man, if you guys are not optimistic in the Mississippi Flyway, especially northern Indiana, um, go deer hunt. It's a lot easier. It really is. Uh, <laughs> but, all right, guys. Um, I Oh, man. Getting a little long-winded here, guys, and getting long in the tooth. Uh, so, for you guys out there, I think as of right now, I think most of the United States – is open for waterfowl right now. So uh, if you guys are out there, if, if, if you, hopefully you catch this on a weekday when you're not hunting, because uh, if, if, if you guys are hunting, you're not going to listen to this guy anyway. But uh, hopefully uh, hopefully you guys are out there getting after it. Hopefully the birds are, are moving, uh, hanging there, guys. Uh, Mississippi Flyway, guys, I'm with you guys. I'm with you, um, especially northern Indiana, because it's, it's been kind of rough. It's been kind of hit and miss. Um, at least in my experience, uh, hopefully it's not the same for everyone. I'd, I'd rather, honestly, I'd rather it just be me than everyone because uh, a rising tide lifts all ships. And so I'd rather, I'd rather me need to work on my game than the birds just not be here for everybody. Cause that would be miserable. But, uh, nevertheless, guys, I hope you're getting after it. I hope you're having fun. I hope you're staying safe, uh, promote conservation, share your experience and help a brother out, uh, when you can, uh, be kind, show some love, uh, take someone under your wing, pun intended and all that good stuff. And until next time, guys, I'm not sure when it's going to be. I'm really not. Uh, with Thanksgiving coming up, who knows. But uh, until then, guys, until the next episode, I will catch you later. Stay safe, have fun, get after it. Peace. Check out Hastings Outdoors on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Like, share, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. Thanks for listening.